The conversation continues about the alarming and very tragic announcement put out by Belleville Police Service. Lovely community, Belleville. I was there just the other month for a fantastic event celebrating local business owners, local small businesses in the area. And I've stopped by there a number of times. And if you head to Prince Edward County, you'd probably stop off in Belleville maybe to do some entertainment, dinner, some shopping. But also, unfortunately, the sight of some real tragic scenes playing out on their streets. Belleville police the other day saying, do not go downtown. Downtown is a no-go zone, at least for one afternoon, when they had over a dozen serious overdoses that they were responding to. The idea being like, please don't drive downtown because there's just so many ambulance interactions and ambulances needing to drive around to deal with all these overdoses. There's a thing called a bad batch where... Drug dealers send in a whole batch of a certain drug and something with that batch is really wrong and it really messes people up. It's likely that this is what happened here. But it is still tragic to see. And it could happen anywhere. This is not to besmirch Belleville. It could happen in the streets of any community where the drug crisis is playing out. It's playing out in too many places. We're joined now by Mitch Panchek, who's a former Belleville mayor and a businessman in that neighborhood, knows knows the community very well. Good morning, Mitch. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Anthony. Thanks for having me on today. How are you? I, I'm doing great. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Last time you and I spoke, it was to tell the good news story about uh, about all the great stuff going on in Belleville. Unfortunately, now a bit of a negative headline. Uh, please tell us, Mitch, what what happened in Belleville from from your sort of firsthand frontline perspective? What what went on in Belleville the other day? Yeah. Well, you know, this is nothing new in terms of people um, who are um, attracted by the services that are provided uh, downtown, uh, particularly for those that are home that are suffering from homelessness. And um, and and as you said, there was a um, a rash of overdoses that required so much response from police, fire, and uh, emergency medical services (EMS) that um, it was becoming a real traffic uh, uh, matter. And so the police issued a, an advisory asking residents to stay away uh, from that area, and, uh, and they did, and then they were able to handle, handle that situation. And you're quite right in that this is nothing uh, that isn't happening in every community across uh, the province and across the country. Um, but it's certainly getting getting worse, and um, you know we can see a, a, an increase. I don't know if you're seeing an increase in uh, these types of incidents in Toronto, but uh, I think there's probably a lot of a lot of reasons that's happening, including the um, you know the decriminalization of cannabis back in 2015, and I think it's taken that long to go through the system. And what I mean by that is um, it's more and more difficult for police to apprehend. Um, you know, people that are trafficking and dealing in drugs because uh, some possession of some drugs is permitted. And, uh, you know, by the time they go through the whole process to determine what someone's actually carrying and how it is, um, we just don't have the resources as uh, as municipal police departments across um, the country to deal with it properly. So it all just contributes to that situation. And so I think there's more of these types of drugs on the street today than there was before. And that's making the problem worse. And Mitch, right now, the legislative situation is such that we are moving towards greater permissiveness in terms of 
uh, being allowed to possess or at least decriminalizing the possession of harder drugs and even younger categories of people. And um, now, you know, in, in BC, they're always the trailblazer on this. So goes BC, so goes the nation. And BC is now talking about providing free heroin and fentanyl in small doses to people. They call it safe supply. But you see that the increasing these measures has made it more difficult to uh, police lawlessness. Oh, I, th- I think it's the worst thing you can do, you know, um, taking something that is bad and harmful and making it easier for people to access doesn't solve the problem, doesn't have it go away. It actually makes it worse. You know, uh, as a mayor uh, working with our police uh, service uh, in situations where, you know, they're apprehending and they're arresting drug dealers and people in possession who go into court and are released the very same day and are back on the street selling again. And so in some cases, they are arresting people multiple times in a single day. You know, what does that do to supply? It doesn't, it doesn't make any impact on it, and it makes it worse. And I think, you know, we as society have got to take a hard look and say, hey, listen, what do is it that we really want to do? Uh, do we want to just have our politicians talk about this and do nothing? Um, uh, you know, I understand that at 9.30 this morning, uh, the current mayor here declared a state of emergency. And that's going to be absolutely useless. It's going to do bupkis in terms of addressing the situation. Um, you know, I go back to the early days of COVID uh, and municipalities in Ontario were rushing to declare municipal emergencies. We did not do that when I was mayor because it makes no impact. Um, everybody was dealing with COVID-19. There wasn't any additional resources that you could get access to. It wasn't like you had to bring in the attention of the provincial government and the federal government to the matter because they already knew about this. You know, yesterday's incident, uh, I'm sorry, Tuesday's incident here in Belleville, it, the Premier knows about it. The Prime Minister knows about it. Everyone knows about it. The question is, what are we going to do about it? Uh, over a year ago, the police chief of Belleville uh, said that we need a detox centre, a way to get uh, right. people who are addicted off the street into treatment. We do have places for them to stay. We have vacant places um, for people to stay, but we can't put uh, those that are still in the throes of, of addiction into them, into those locations, because they, they'll do, they, they disrupt everybody else that's in there trying to get back on track. Um, they, they won't follow the rules, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, the challenge is, do we want to talk about this more and more, or do we want to do something about it? Because if we, if we decide we want to do something about it, then we've got to stop electing politicians at all three levels who will tell us what we want to hear, which is, hey, I'll go and I'll make it better. I'll fix it. And then, in fact, what happens is it gets worse. Our guest is Mitch Panchik, former mayor of Belleville, local businessman in that neighborhood, uh, talking about now there being a state of emergency in Belleville over on Tuesday, a one-hour time period over a dozen uh, overdoses in that city, uh, leading the police to say, we basically need to shut down the downtown. Please don't come down here because there's so many ambulances driving helter-skelter all over the place. And Mitch, you and I are, I think, fighting the same battles here in, in Toronto. I've definitely been uh, been pushing uh, that argument. Uh, one thing they push back with is they say, oh, I have a housing-first policy, meaning we're not going to deal with anything at all until we give people access to a free home. And I, I certainly don't want people to be freezing to death in February and March in the streets of our cities, so I want to give them shelter. But I also know, to your point, throws of a it's a point well taken because if somebody is currently seized with their addiction issues, you put them in a facility, you, you put them in an apartment, they're just going to they're, they're going to rip the microwave off the wall and go sell it for drug money. We're not acknowledging these basic facts of, of human reality. Yeah. 
Well, and also there's other people in those areas that are living there trying to get uh, back on track with their lives. And we, you can't become a disruptive force uh, because now, rather than you having one person who's, uh, you know, uh, in, in, in crisis, now you might have four or five others in that unit that are in crisis. So, you know, we've got to look and say, what is it that we're actually doing? But, you know, you, you ran in the Toronto uh, mayoralty by-election last year, and, you know, I've run uh, myself. And, and the challenge that we have, you know, I don't know if it's everywhere, but certainly, you know, in, in Canada and in, in Ontario um, and in our city is that you have people who say that they will do better. So, you know, for example, right. in 2022, uh, our current mayor, uh, who was a former member of parliament, uh, um, who brought in the, the whole legalization of cannabis uh, back in 2015 as part of that movement. But he said that he would do better when it comes to homelessness and the addictions. In fact, it's gotten worse. And the problem is we have too many people who are willing to promise the moon. And then we have residents and voters who believe them because, you know, hey, right. um, fixing this solution, not having it be a more expensive, not having it be more of a negative impact on me. Who, who doesn't want to go for those types of solutions? But the problem is that they're not true. It's lies. And uh, we've got to start, uh, you know, as a population, I think we have to be more uh, knowledgeable and we have to look at this and understand this so that when people do give us this panacea about how they're going to fix everything, we can we can see that. And, uh, you know, and that's that's, I think, the most disappointing. Like this is a this is an embarrassment for the city to be recognized this way. And, uh, you know, last term we were just humming as a community economically. We were doing great. We were being right. recognized nationally, internationally in terms of our economy and our and what was moving along. And, uh, you know, we've kind of stalled out from that economic point of view. And I think it's brought more attention uh, on these, um, you know, social issues, again, municipalities, uh, you know, I, in Toronto, you know, you, you run your own social service programs, but here we have our social service programs supported by the region. Right. And Belleville is the, is the place where all the services are being provided, actually, the, the treatment centers and, and these other places. And so we end up being the center of, of, uh, of, of the efforts and we attract more people. And the challenge is that, um, you know, it's not a municipally offered program. These, this is, these are provincial supports. Well, Mitch, I think to your point, we, we got to get the conversation going broader. I got to cut this conversation short because we're up against the break. But I thank you for joining us and, and I thank you for your advocacy on this. Yeah. Mitch Panchuk, former Belleville mayor, uh, still advocating for that neighborhood. Just tragic things that we are seeing. It's happening in Belleville. It's happening in Toronto. It's happening in the Hammer. It's happening everywhere. We need the straight talk on it.